A dog owner arranged for the pet to have sex with a woman as its birthday present, and scientists have manufactured knives and tools from frozen human feces. Why? And vaginal fluid transplants may soon be available in the U.S. These are the weird stories for Tuesday. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. This is Jonesy. Let's do it, baby. Back in L.A. Dog owner arranged for the pet to have sex with a woman as its birthday present. I'm sure it was thrilled. Two men and a woman from Texas were charged with bestiality. Bestiality. Bestiality in the state of Texas. For planning to watch the woman have sex with a dog. How? How do you have sex with a dog? It just seems so difficult. It's so much work. I mean... These people that have sex with horses and dogs, I can't even wrap my head around how you do that. Like, functionally, how do you do it? My goodness. (laughs) I've had trouble having sex with certain women just because they're a a particular size and shape. Never mind a completely different species. How do you wrap your head around this? According to the uh, documents that were released about this incident... Rebecca Little used her Instagram page to arrange for bestiality opportunities at her home in Houston. A man named Jared Cook got in touch with her and informed her that he and another male named Kevin would pick up his pet, his pet dog named Ryder. Ryder. Is that is that supposed to be punny? They would pick up the pet dog Ryder and arrive at her apartment to, quote, have fun. She's using Instagram to arrange these bestiality meetups? I mean, man, they're using social media for all the weirdest stuff. I mean, it's just like... The two of them brought Jared's dog to her apartment, apparently. But the the canine would not cooperate. Oh, really? The canine wouldn't sleep with a human woman? Strange. To me. I mean, they're always dry humping our legs, right? Because they want to have sex with us. That's what's going on, right? It's like your dog's trying to have sex with me, clearly. Prosecutors say that Jared wanted Ryder to have sex with a human being as a birthday present since it was the dog's first birthday. Oh, the poor dog is like, it's my birthday. What do I get? Some turkey jerky? No, no. You get to sleep with a female human, lucky guy. (laughs) But she's so tall. How will I ever get up there? During the interrogation, Little told the officers that she never had sex with the dog as she got too nervous. She added that she and Jared ended up having sex instead. <laughs> yeah, you know, the dog just was so nervous. You know, Like, what's up with you, dog? Don't you know how to be with a woman? What's wrong with you? Oh, your dog. Why do you bring a dog over that's nervous to sleep with me? Bring a dog who's got some experience with some ladies. I mean, come on. (laughs) Stop being such a nervous Nelly and have sex with a completely different species. (laughs) A state senator sponsored a bill in 2017 that banned bestiality in the state. No bestiality in Texas. I'm sure a lot of people were very, very upset about that. A lot of relationships came to an end. (laughs) After all, it is Texas. (laughs) I'm glad to see it's working, the senator says, Carol Alvarado. 
I'm glad to see it's working. It's unfortunate people are engaged in this type of activity. That's not really a female Texas accent, but I did my best. In a similar incident earlier this month, a Maine man was charged with animal cruelty for having sex with a dog multiple times and videotaping it. What is with these people sleeping with their dogs? It's unbelievable. Really. People having threesome with dogs. Can't you just stick to the humans? I mean, isn't it enough? We're very sexy. I mean, give us a chance here, right? <laughs> this is stupid. Yay! Scientists made knives out of frozen feces to see if it would cut animal tissue. Once again, begging the question, how bored are scientists? They have all this money and such boredom going on over there. What should we do? Let's try and make weapons out of our own poop. How high are you? Did you take all the drugs? Scientists? I'm sure it's based on something important. Let's see. My guess is they're doing some research to find out if early man uses frozen feces to cut cut up his prey. <laughs> Strange. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they still used sticks and rocks over their own feces. That's just me. Maybe a controversial stance for a non-scientist. <laughs> but I'm going to say no, they didn't use frozen poop. So a cultural account of an Inuit man crafting a knife out of his own frozen feces was tested for scientific accuracy in a recent experiment. Oh, they heard an account of an Inuit man, which is basically an Eskimo, right? Making a knife out of his own frozen feces. And they're like, let's test this. It'd be funny if it was just some, some, they just made up a story. They just wanted to wow the scientist. Are there any other strange mythologies that you have in your culture? Oh, yes, there was a story of a man who once made a knife out of his own poo and used it to carve up a penguin. <laughs> I mean, this is like, a, a, you know, a crazy way to spend your dollars, I feel like. People just tell stories. You don't have to take everything literally and then go research it. What, are you going to go burn a bush and see if it speaks to you? What is wrong with science? Experimental replication shows knives manufactured from frozen human feces actually do not work. Ooh, it didn't work? Your, your experiment showed you that it didn't work? I could have told you that shit about that shit. The scientist tested the ethnographical account of an Inuit man making a knife out of his own frozen fecal matter to survive the Arctic nights. The Inuit are an indigenous group of culturally similar people who live in the Arctic regions of Greenland, Canada, and Alaska. Here's a picture of the frozen knife poo. <laughs> Didn't need that in my face today, but okay. This is just... Pfft. They get into the story deeply. The story says an old Inuit man refused to move into a settlement over the ob objections of his family. He made plans to stay on the ice. To stop him, they took away all of his tools. So in the midst of a winter gale, he stepped out of their igloo, defecated, and honed the poop into a frozen blade, which he sharpened with, with a spray of his saliva. 
With the knife that he had just made out of his own fecal matter, he killed a dog. He used its ribcage as a sled and its hide to harness another dog, and then he disappeared into the darkness. Scientists heard this story and thought this was not thought this was nonfiction. <laughs> the man carved poo out of his own <laughs> into his knife, slayed a dog, and used its ribcage as a sled. This is a myth. I mean, how do you not see that? Wow, so dumb, scientists. I should have been a scientist. I would have been. I would have been wealthy. Or if not, I just would have had so much fun with some free money to screw around. Hey, let's see if we can build a samurai sword out of a, I don't know, out of my puke. Anyways, this ethnographical account, as they call it, they're not even calling it a myth. They're calling it an ethnographical account. No, it's called a fictional myth. It's called lies told to a white man. (laughs) I mean, this is a story that somebody told somebody's grandfather in the 1950s and they're passing it on and on and on. And someone's like, oh, let me test this. According to the report, while tools crafted from fecal matter are not uncommon in the human technological record. Really? They've come across this before? People just making tools out of their poop? I don't understand where this comes from. I'm not buying it one bit. You have a choice. Rocks, sticks, or your poop. You're going to pick your poop? Who's going to pick up their poop? Use it for anything. Possible fertilizer, maybe. I just can't buy it. I'm going to say we were a little more intelligent than that. There's so many better things to create a tool or a weapon out of. Rather than your soft fecal matter, frozen or not. Really silly. I don't Oh, science. Just leading us into the promised land continuously. Thank you so much. Vaginal fluid transplants may be soon available in the United States. I never heard of such things. Let's find out what's going on here. U.S. doctors are hoping to start offering women vaginal fluid transplants and have set up a program to screen donors. They believe some women could benefit from a dose of healthy vaginal microbes to protect against an infection called bacterial vaginosis, BV. Ooh, this is interesting. The Johns Hopkins team said they were inspired by the success of poop transplants. Wow, too many poop stories today, guys. I'm really sorry. Please forgive me. I was just, honestly, I saw the title Vaginal Fluid, and it just really caught my attention. Because I'm a big fan of vaginal fluids, obviously. (laughs) And I'm like, transplants? How do you do that? So BV, this is the condition that they're trying to avoid here, is not a sexually transmitted disease, apparently. Despite being an infection, it's quite common and women who have who have this BV may notice that they have an unusual discharge that has a strong fishy smell. Ooh, I have most definitely come across these women with BV. So what are you saying? You can do a vaginal fluid transplant to get rid of that smell? I had no idea. Somebody should have, there should be a memo sent to a few women I know. <laughs> I'm not going to say. No, this is not right. I should never mind this. Never mind. Everybody's perfect. But the condition you should know is not serious, but should be treated because having BV makes women more vulnerable to catching sexually transmitted infections and getting UTIs. Uh, why might vaginal fluid donations help? Well, 
when there is a change in the natural balance of bacteria in the vagina, that's when BV can happen. The vagina, like the gut, is home to lots of different microorganisms. Our diets, lifestyles, and some types of medication that we may take can upset this finely balanced ecosystem and make it smell bad. While there has been a large amount of work into the gut microbiome, less is, less is known about the vagina. Ooh, we should do some research. Now, there's some scientific dollars that I approve of being spent finding out more about the vagina, studying it. I, I will volunteer to study it for free. <laughs> I should get into. I should get a degree just to, just to study vaginas. I'm just studying vaginal fluids all weekend long. Mm-hmm. On drugs. Ah, experts known that healthy microorganisms in the vagina prefer an acidic environment. And when the pH becomes too alkaline, BV can thrive. Oh, I had no idea. Did you guys know that? Your vagina should be acidic. I'm trying to cut down on acid myself, but uh, I have to make an exception to vagina. Uh, so, No tomatoes, no garlic, but definitely vagina is on the menu still for Jonesy. <laughs> the article talks about what can raise the pH in the, vag- in the vagina. Um, what, what's the deal with the transplant? Well, they've been looking into it, these researchers, and uh, finding out how to make a safe donation. They hope they have some regulatory approval from the FDA. They have screened a small number of volunteers and have reported their findings in a journal. Based on the 20 women that they tested, the researchers say they have gained some insights into what might make an ideal donor. Vaginal fluid samples dominated by a bacterium called Lactobacillus crispatus tended to have a higher protective lactic acid content and a lower pH, which might be beneficial, they say, especially in treating BV. Ooh, all those big words I just got through without a stumble. How impressed are you? As a precaution, the donors will be asked to abstain from sex for at least 30, day, 30 days. Blah, blah, and now, of course, I can't even talk with you know simple words. So they want you to abstain from sex for 30 days before giving a sample. Uh, then they go into how they actually do the transfer of the vaginal fluids. Um, and maybe I could volunteer myself to help assist in the vaginal fluid transfer. That's all I'm going to say. What are you, sir? Oh, I'm a vaginal fluid transfer... Transfer technician. That's my job. Would love to do that. (laughs) Oh, man. Look at that. I'm learning. I'm learning. These doctors need funding. If we can get funding, we could start right away. Some of the donors that we studied said they would want to take part right away. Give your money to these vaginal transplant donation facilities. They don't really give you the name of one in the article, nor a website, so I don't know where to direct you, but you could Google it. Give them your money. Support this. Women need help, man. It's hard having a vagina. They're so... They're so persnickety. (laughs) Moody. I've said this before. You gotta have a correct pH level and all the... There's this microbiome world in there. The bacteria's gotta be balanced. Oh, it's bad enough that our guts have to be balanced with this bacteria. Now, you guys have... Women have a second vessel that they need to make sure maintain the bacteria. I mean, I can't even can't even keep my gut in order. Never mind a, a vagina. Oh, man. I feel bad for women. And we should donate to this. And vaginal fluid transplants should be available. And, I, and I'm, I'll help. I'll assist in this. In the delivery of the vaginal fluid from one <laughs> vagina to another. 
Oh my god, that's so wrong. So wrong. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm probably going to hell, but, you know, I know I'll see a few of you there. Hey, weirdos. Thanks for listening to the stories today. I hope you found them cutting edge, weird, and maybe even you found them educational. I don't know. I hope you got something out of them. I hope you gleaned something out of today's show. Maybe you laughed a little bit too. That makes me feel good. Tell your friends that you laughed at at me, at my dumbness, at these weird stories. Maybe they want some weird stories in their life. Weird news. A nice break from the mainstream news, which makes you so depressed that you have to take opioids on a daily. Maybe that's why we have such an opioid crisis in our nation is because of the news. Mainstream news making everybody depressed. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. No hope for mankind. The news makes me sad. The news makes me angry. The news makes me feel like there is no future for anyone. Therefore, I'm on opioids. That's just a theory. So tell people to listen to Weird AF News so they won't take opioids. Yeah, that's a, that's my message today. <laughs> that's weird. I want to thank Peter Scott, who was a Patreon, a patron. He's a patron of the arts. Yes, he's a patron of my arts. And he increased the size of his Patreon pledge, which is something you can do. If you want to give me more money, you just, I don't know, you can hit a button or something. I don't know how you do it exactly, but there's a way. So I want to thank Peter Scott for being so goddamn just generous and loving and supportive. People like Peter Scott and Jeremy P and Ron and Brandy and Jasmine Gomez. I'll read some more names tomorrow. (laughs) But I got so many patrons and they're super cool. Those are just the ones who joined in September. Get get on board with the Patreon. Everybody else is doing it. I posted a video yesterday of the weird things that I discovered in a 7-Eleven in Singapore. Don't you want to see what they are? Don't you want to enjoy the bonus episode I'm about to upload right after I record this podcast? Yes, you do. Oh, I know you do. So check out patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Get with it. Also, don't forget to follow me on all of the social medias. Instagram, at Funny Jones. Twitter, at Funny Jones. Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. Send me articles if you please, whatever you'd like. You can send whatever you like. I really like Florida stories. And also, you can call the show and tell me to stop singing. That's something people do sometimes. 646-450-2012. That is the hotline bling, baby. That's what's up. 